Hello. 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 We're back. Hi. Consistently. For the fifth week in a row. For the fifth week in a row. That's work ethic. Yeah. That. Forgive us if we sound a little drowsy. It's been grafting days for both of us. We have actual jobs <laughs> besides doing this. Um, I hope that you're all well. There is no sort of sign of it being spring whatsoever. <laughs> it looks like we might actually get a white Easter. Yeah, that, that would actually be quite cool. <clears throat> be interesting at least, wouldn't it's it? It's been snowing all day, but it's not been sticking so. Yeah, but it is pretty windy, isn't it? Then again, on the news, they were showing like an overhead satellite view of Britain today and this time last year. Yeah. And this time last year, it was like 21 degrees. I know. It was, like, I remember. Was, like, everyone was on beaches I and remember. stuff. And, we had a heat wave at this point last year. Yeah, it was like the hottest on record, and now it's the coldest on record. So, um, so that's the weather. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, we've, we've, we've started reporting the weather, man. Um, shit. <laughs> but things have happened in the world this week. Yeah, it's, Do, been, it's been a busy week in the world, man. It has. Um, George Osborne uh, had a very busy week. He joined Twitter. <laughs> what, are you joined Twitter this yeah. week? Ah, it's good that I've made a resurgence in my Twitter account then. Oh, have you? I didn't notice. I'm not tweeting much, because I don't have much to tweet. Right. But yes. I'm watching more what other people are tweeting. Like, I'm paying attention more that way. That That's... Maybe I'll get into tweeting along the way, but, you know... Well, I, I've been um, too busy tweeting George Osborne all week to notice what was going on in there. You know, you know, it's an ongoing joke about George Osborne and David Cameron that the lizards... <laughs> I've seen, I've seen it posted in a lot of places that they're both lizards. But the thing is, when you look at a picture of them, if you have a picture of a lizard next to them, yeah. they actually look like lizards. They don't look quite human. No, they, they don't. look like a species doing well, a relatively if, if, good impression of a human. If you went in a shop and they were serving you, you'd think, is he on probation or something? <laughs> he just he doesn't look quite quite right like he's, he's a different type of genetic human to you <laughs> like maybe 1% more lizard have you ever seen the film um, They Live with Roddy Piper no for some, I made a note of that film, on my, I made a note of that to watch that um, basically the plot is that Roddy Piper who is so brilliant in it <laughs> um, is, is like is working on this um, like building site or something and he finds this box full of, like, these big, massive sunglasses. Yeah. And when he puts on these big sunglasses, he can, like, all the billboards that are around just sort of say, um, conform and, uh, like, give in and stuff like that. Yeah. All the adverts on the billboards. And, um, like, random people just have, like, weird lizard alien faces <laughs> that you can only see when he's got these glasses on. Yeah. It's like, yeah, these aliens have, like, invaded the human race and have got everybody enslaved, and you can only see them when he's got these glasses on. It's and that's Roddy Piper. Yeah, Roddy, Roddy Piper. <laughs> the hot rod. <laughs> oh, Roddy Piper's awesome, man. It's so good, honestly. No, I made a note to watch that film, because I think when you told me recently that there is a Roddy Piper film. Yeah. I'm not going to watch the film. There's no way I've, not, I've got the patience to watch what is... Certainly, gonna be a shit film. No, I'm not. No, it is a genuinely good. It's John Carpenter. It's like a genuinely good film. I'm not even kidding. It's well worth watching. It was a long time before wrestlers in films started to get good. Remember the old Hulk Hogan ones? Yeah, like Thunder in Paradise, <laughs> Mr. Nanny. Mr. Nanny. God, they're awful. Um, yeah, but George Osborne joined Twitter the morning of the budget, um, yeah, which yeah. is clearly the most important thing that he did that day. Yeah, of course. Like. He must have put a lot of thought into it. But then he tweeted, his first tweet was, um, Today I'll present a budget that tackles the economy's problems head-on, helping those who want to work hard and get on. And he also included a little picture of himself at a desk doing some work, like writing, signing something or something. 
Um, and just the replies are brilliant. <laughs> no, what he was expecting. What, what was he expecting? What was he expecting? When he went to Olympic Stadium, it was the only time they booed throughout the whole Olympics <laughs> is when he, he like, came out. I'm necking these replies off the Metro, but I was also scouring through Twitter and there yeah. was uh, some other I, I, I can imagine what... Well, the first one, the very first reply to it was um, somebody replied and said, Ooh, am I the first? You're a twat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it just sort of carries on like that. Um, like, you know, the funniest one, I think, because he posted this picture of him at his desk, like, yeah. signing something. Somebody tweeted him and said, I'm not sure that the pick was necessary. I did assume you were working. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was never going to be a good move for him, that. Somebody else tweeted him all in capitals and said, Hello, what is your worst encounter ever with Spider-Man? <laughs> And yeah, I've been tweeting him all week as well. Somebody else tweeted him and said, you are such a plum. It's just true, really. He looks a bit like a plum. But yeah, I've been tweeting him all week as well. I tweeted him and asked him what his um, favourite toys were. His top five favourite you know, toys. Do you, do you know the worst thing in the system that we've got with politicians? There'll probably be a guy paid about 50 grand a year yeah. to teach George Osborne and Cole how to be normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and it's just... It does. That doesn't make any sense to a normal person. <laughs> that there's a guy who's probably uh, some jobs worth going. Oh no! Put like a picture of you working at your desk because people will see it and think, "Oh, look at him working." Yeah, you always see it with uh, jo- David Cameron's really bad for it. Anytime it's like some sort of PR thing, yeah. you'll always see pictures of him, and every picture he's got his sleeves rolled up. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, that's such a. Lazy, I'm getting stuck in. That's yeah. such a lazy visual metaphor. <laughs> I'm getting stuck in with telling these guys they're going to be unemployed soon. <laughs> But I'm offended because he's not tweeting me back at once, George Osborne. Like, I tweeted him the other day and I said, Urgent, what's the name of that guy off the Lost Boys? You know, the main guy. Very important. Please reply. Not one tweet back. It's just rude. Do you know, if he had a normal brain, he'd probably see that as a PR opportunity to actually tell that guy. <laughs> to be fair, it's probably buried in mouth of people <laughs> saying you're a cunt. Like, you might as well just, like try and win the lottery trying to find <laughs> that particular comment in all the hurled abuse that I bet's been have you ever noticed though, I mean aside from looking like a lizard George yeah. Osborne looks as though he's travelling backwards at extreme speed and the g-force is pushing his face forward he does actually he's got that sort of oh fucking hell sort of look to him <laughs> no that's if he were travelling forward he, he looks like he's travelling backwards <laughs> and he's like forward. this is really uncomfortable <laughs> That's what he's thinking. That's what he's thinking all the time. Eating's difficult. He spills his drinks all the time. But no, let's get to the content of the budget. Oh yeah, the budget. The second most important thing George Osborne did this week. Yes. Um, I, I hate the whole walking with briefcase holding oh, no, yeah, the briefcase holding thing. Yeah, you just think, God, fuck off. Just throw. Just, you should just one time throw up a peace sign or you know just just think, strike you know, a pause. If this was any workyard. Employer would be off going, oi, get to work! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're pausing around. <laughs> but, um, no, basically, it says, yeah, we're going to be in this for maybe another... Yeah. Eight years. Every, every year is putting it you know, We're right. going to keep revising it up anyway. But, no, the, the thing is, there's a couple of nuggets of, oh, well, that's okay. But a, a whole load of shit to wade through yeah. anywhere. So, yeah, well, it's, last year it's, it's not very good. Last year he got battered by the press, didn't he, for everything. He's going to get battered every year by so the press. So this year it seems as though he was a bit more careful to not have too much stuff that could yeah. get picked up on. It's, but it's, it's just the whole, like, I, I, what, like, I listened to it. I had my break at work during his budget speech, so I listened to about 40 minutes of it. Mm. And it's just, 
you, you know this is bad news, but it's so dressed up as if it's not that bad. And it's like, no, it's yeah. like, just just be blunt with yeah. it. You know, come on, stop dressing everything up. Because just, it just gets enshrouded all this, all what he's saying. Just just, just be honest and say this thing's bad. There's no good side to this particular thing. It's actually pretty shit. There's these nuggets that are, you know. There's some good stuff buried in there, like he's promised more money for lizards. Um. <laughs> well, equal opportunities, you know. Lizards yeah. can become people too. Chicken pot pie, chocolate covered raisins, it glazed ham. Another thing from the budget: the penny off the pint. Oh, Reduce yeah, yeah. the um, tax on beer so that it takes a penny off the pint. Yeah. Now. What the fuck is the point of that? That is nothing but a PR stunt to get a headline that says, George Osborne reduced the price of a pint yeah. of beer, he's so down to a... It's like, how much... One penny off a pint means nothing to anybody who is drinking. How much money is that to the government? He wanted a headline to say, George Osborne reduces the price of a pint. Yeah, did you not see the reaction to when he said it? What? Well, I heard the reaction no, to no, when he said, like, but the price of beer will, you know, come down, whatever. And then there was this sort of, in the House of Commons, this sort of... Manly. Yeah. Well, that's it. He put up the pri- the tax on wine by quite a lot. He put up the tax on spirits. Yeah. You know, middle class sort of drinks puts down the price of a pint of beer by a penny. That makes no difference to anybody who's going out. Yeah. Having, having a, nobody's going to be putting those pennies away. I know no one's going to think this fucking penny, nice one, it's George Osborne. It's got a fucking penny. But if you think about how many pints of beer get bought in the UK in a year. That penny really adds up for the government who mm. currently need money to yeah. invest in no, things. Exactly. So just leave that fucking penny on the beer. Yeah. <laughs> Stop hunting you, for headlines. Exactly. That's just you're not doing any good there, and I don't think that's going to win anyone over. Reduce the VAT for essentials if you want to put down yeah. the price of something. Put that down by a percent or something. No, exactly. It's the PR stunt side of it that just it winds me up. I think any party would be doing that, but I think Conservatives are doing it in such a lame way. Yeah. Like, to try and win people over. George Osborne as well, he always looks like he's got a dirty secret. Yeah. Like he's just done something terrible to someone, to one of his servants just before he came out. Like, I, I imagine, like, with David Cameron, he's got the sort of look of, if, if you were talking to him, it's like he wants to hurry you up, like, get, he's got, okay, we'll get on with it, you know, I, I, only got, I need to go now. He's only got, like, two facial expressions, David Cameron, and one of them is this look of intense worry. Yeah, like, like hurry up, I really need a week. I really, really, <laughs> no, hurry up. That's true, you know, he said um, that his tactic when he's in a big sort of um, negotiating position, like in Europe or mm. any sort of meeting like that, he drinks shitloads of liquid so that he needs a wee so that he's more urgent and he, that's true like really? you notice that yeah he's always acting like he needs a wee he does need a wee that's because lizards <laughs> hold in moisture <laughs> well, as much as possible he's not got that's that. part of his lizard coming out man yeah well he, he has to be in a it's hurry it's a genetic thing and you can't call it otherwise you are a racist as fuck <laughs> he has to always be in a hurry because he's cold blooded and he's only got so much energy stored <laughs> <laughs> you know a town with money is a little like the mule with a spinning wheel no one knows how he got it, and danged if he knows how to use it. <laughs> Mule. The same day as the budget, um, <clears throat> Barclays buried the fact. Because everyone was distracted by the budget, Barclays gave about 38.5 million in bonuses to a few of the bankers. One of whom, I'm not making this up, is called Rich Richie. <laughs> <laughs> That's genuinely his name. To be honest, if someone said John be called Rich Richie and, and you'll get... Berkeley's bonuses style pay, like, 
Do you reckon that's all that he's... That's, his that's entire, Mr. Richard to you. That's his entire qualification when he put his CV into Barclays. It, just, it was just his name. Yeah, his and then name a couple is... of arrows pointing towards him. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, yep, that's our new Rich guy. Richie invented a picture of his birth certificate. It's <laughs> <laughs> just Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <as a> child. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I have a silent green up there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to me, Hatcher. You gotta tell him... Silent Green is people! Silent Green up there. We, we predicted this. A fingernail has been found oh, in some food. Yeah, it's happened. Fingernail, this was Daily it's Mail yesterday. Happened. The Daily Mail informed me yesterday. Fingernail found in food. Fingernail. It was that's human hair last time. Human hair last and time. I, I said, next will be fingernails before yeah. people. And what kind happened? Of, do you know whose food it was? What supermarket? Um, oh shit! I think it was Tesco or somewhere. Again, yeah, fucking yeah, hell, yeah. Tesco! Yeah. Watch what you're doing. <laughs> like a pack of salad or something. Like I can't remember to be honest. Pack of salad or something. I just saw it and thought, oh, salad green. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, it's the yeah, the story that keeps on going. I mean, I had a bit of an update along those lines, but it's not as good as that. Where we are actually eating human yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But mine was that someone's found a cigarette in a Marks and Spencer's like um, meal. Like, a cigarette? Yeah, a cigarette. But I was looking, I was reading this article, right? And it was a picture of this woman looking really stern with like her open ready meal and a cigarette in that. Mm. And I was thinking, prove it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could have yeah. just put that, you could have easily just put that cigarette. Exactly, there's so many people, like even this this fingernail person could be the same, like, oh, yeah. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm, yeah, I might they, get 50 quid for some They are getting yeah. to the point now where it is sort of like, you could have just put that in there yeah, yourself. Exactly, I mean. You've opened that and it's there on top. Like, you could have put that in there. Yeah, exactly. Anyone can say that. If it's a fully sealed packet, then it's a bit... So we... we you predicted the um, fingernail. Yeah, I've been saying, fingernail. what's next? Uh, a toe or a finger. A toe, an entire toe or an entire finger. Or maybe, like, the end clip of a little toe or something, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> no. no, just like, say, do you know your little toe? It's like a little carrot. Yeah. Just like, do you know when it starts to curve in? Yeah. That, that bit. Like, someone's right. got a cigar clipper. Yeah. And you'd be, oh, God, that hurt. That, that would fucking kill. Done that and just, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I a would... A that, I'll be in a pack of salad or something. All right. You know, it, that, that'll be next thing. Because accidents happen in warehouses and factories, yeah. you know. And, and a guy will have just, if, if he had just that little bit cut off, you might not find it in a big warehouse. Like, if it were a full hand or something, you, you're not yeah. going to get an hand in your salad. But... That might just slip through the net. I think um, just an eyeball. Oh, that'd be awesome. With no explanation as to where it came from or anything. It'll just be an eyeball or a, a full set of teeth. <laughs> a full set of teeth in a Findus lasagna. Let's get one thing straight. I am the president. We're going to keep our clothes on. Nothing major's happened with this new pop, right? A man, a, a, apparently, he's, he's a man who catches the train and yeah, you know, he's a bit, he's a bit more humble. That's totally un- no way, man. Nothing major's happened with this new pop. He's um, he's served Gotham City. He's, um, <laughs> he's, uh, he's served Metropolis by reversing well, the well, direction. No, it's just yeah. I, I think he's gone a bit too far, too fast right, to okay. quote Ed Miliband because there's a picture of him kissing a crying baby. Oh dear! And it's just like oh. You know, with you, what are you doing? What are you doing? This kid's crying, like looking away. That's a crack. And you're just like, that picture is such a metaphor for. Just, oh, oh. That's terrible. The pop licking the face of a child. Licking the face of a child. It's not not a good look. But uh, no, uh, right. 
I went one way and then switched back to the original, right? Because apparently he catches the buzz and he's all about, you know, um, being a church for the poor and all this business. I'll believe that when the Vatican sells some of its so-called priceless art. Mm. Put a price on it and sell it then. Then give all that away. Yeah. Actually, this brings me nicely onto something else. Cyprus has been gonna, in the news. Cyprus yeah. has been bigly like, kicking off bad style lately. Yeah. Um, What's going on with that? Because I've not really looked... Do you know much about it? I followed it? a bit. Yeah, yeah, for some reason I got a little bit into it. Because um, it, it was mentioned on a podcast I listened to. But, um... Look, they need like a 10 billion bailout. So, it's a country, but it's only a little island. Right. It's like, you know, it's not like a 10 billion bailout. doesn't sound like a gigantic amount, but to that country, it's fucking everything. But it like, sounds like quite a bit to me, to be fair. Well, no, I mean, like, if you found out Britain was 10 billion in debt, that'd yeah. be like, well, that's not, you know. Yeah. You know, that, that won't last too long. But Cyprus is only a tiny country anyway. But, um... They had a plan that they were going to... Like, if you put five grand in the bank savings, you know, you'd save five grand, you'd put it in the bank, you're now going to get charged for having that money in the bank. Right. And everyone in Cyprus was kicking off, and banks have been shut for the last week in Cyprus now. Really? Yeah, it's like... <clears throat> like, um, I think there's a British naval base there, or, or ship, or whatever, and they've had to send fighter jets over with cash. Yeah. Because all the banks are just shut down for the week while they try and resolve it and they're trying to charge people who've put money in and now they're going to well no the, the problem that they found with it is that most of the people who've got savings in Cyprus are Russian really? yeah it's just like it's a thing no one ever sort of sprung on and I don't think there seems to be any particular reason for it but it just it's some sort of tax haven or something not so much because then people all over the world would be would yeah. be on it wouldn't they? Yeah. like you know it's not something that some Russians know that no one else does. It's, I think it's probably just convenient for Russians, I don't know. Right. But then, like, so it was a case of, well, Russians are going to end up paying for Cyprus's bailout and all that. Yeah. But then the head of the church in Cyprus, because it's, it's, it's a country, you know, they'll have an yeah. archbishop and all that shit, they said the church is going to give all its takings to Cyprus to help bail really? it out. Which I thought, that's, no, that, no, that's you know... Like, for three weeks straight, we've had a bit of a bash at religion on the podcast. Yeah. Well, that's because they screwed you over with the Pope decision. I know, yeah, which is disgusting. I'm still furious about you know, it. we're still furious so you know that. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to go for Uber Pop. Uber Pop? Yeah, I'm going to be above the... I'm going to be the first ever Uber Pop. Well, you'll be Pop 2. Pop 2.0. <laughs> Screw you, Pope Francis. When I'm Uber Pop, you are going to pay for kissing that oh. child. Right, so I was thinking, well, that's nice of religion that, you know, the church said it's going to yeah. you know, put all its taking stuff in the island out. But then I found out that the church owns more property on the island than anyone else. Yeah. And has more wealth on the island than yeah. anyone else. <laughs> and I think they're sort of taking an early hero strategy there rather than let on people saying, hang on, the fucking church has all this. Well, essentially, if they... The saving face, really, for... What? If the economy in Cyprus collapsed, then they would lose a vast amount of their wealth, wouldn't they? Do you know something that bugged me about the Cyprus thing? Do you know what I was getting on about last week? Um, about how BBC journalists pissed me off. Like, the, the, like the interviewers, they're just looking for headlines. Yeah. Stuff to put on the, um, you know, BBC app. You know, yeah, headlines yeah. say, or oh, such a person said this. 
Like, because they had a guy on, he was, he was a former senior member of the Bank of England or something to that effect. And they were discussing the budget, so, you know, it's going back and forth about that. It's a bit of analysis or whatever. And then he asked him about Cyprus, and he was saying, should Russia bail Cyprus out? And this is like a former, like, governor of the Bank of England. Mm. And, he, and the guy was saying, well, look, you know, that's a completely different situation than anything we're dealing with. It's nothing at all that I work with. You know, I'm, I'm sure Cyprus and Russia are going through this situation and, and we'll work it out. It's like, but what's your opinion? What do you think, like, Russia should do? Should Russia bail Cyprus out or ignore them? And he was like, well, I, I couldn't possibly say, you know, it's not my... It's not anything I'm working with. And the, and the guy asked him that question about eight different times, just to, just so the guy could say yay or nay, like R- Russia should ignore them or Russia should save them. Yeah. Just so then they could, you know, I bet there was a guy waiting in the back, like, yeah, yeah. where the, the guy says yes or no. And, yeah. And you just get that feeling listening to interviews on BBC. I think, I read a thing to, that really annoyed me. Go on. This housing association, I can't remember where it is, Eastlands? Mm. Um, they sent out a leaflet to people um, about, you know, this bedroom tax. Oh, right, thing, Like, yeah. saying that soon you're going to have to... You're not going to get as much benefits. Um, and the leaflet, the heading on it was, can you really afford Sky, cigarettes, bingo, drinks, and other non-essentials? Um, and then underneath it says, if your benefit is being cut and you want to keep your home, you have to make up the difference. Um, now... I just find that so fucking cheeky. It's so stereotyping to just yeah. like this leaflet to people on benefits saying, can you really afford your bingo? Yeah. It's like, fuck off, I'm a single mum. Yeah. Struggling to get by on benefits. Like, and all these typecasting them so yeah. much, like they're not saying, do you, you know, can you afford your horse riding lessons? <laughs> yeah. you know, but I mean, if like they wanted to... If stereotyping the point, them so much. If the point that they're trying to make is we can help you with your budgeting... Mm. then that should be what it says. Yeah. Not, can you really afford your Sky TV yeah. and your cigarettes and your bingo and your drinks and other nonsense? Might as well just say you fucking Sky. You're just sitting around all day drinking your super tenants, watching Jeremy Kyle. Yeah. Cut some of the money that you're spending. You, you, it's, it's, I just find it really, really, like, stereotyping and cheeky. Yeah. And I'd be furious. if I Because I was, I was raised on benefits. Yeah. And I just find it fucking, it just really annoys yeah. me. These out-of-touch middle-class... Yeah. Like, just not understanding the people who they're meant yeah. to be representing and just looking down on them to such an extent. I just think it's really fucking... It really made me like, angry. You, you can't help but think that if you ever met a politician, they'd be... Well, I met a politician in Preston, and they're just patronising, condescending pricks. Yeah. Like, they're just... They're, like, they can't understand how it is to be a normal person. But something that I found that was pretty cool, um, it's completely unrelated to anything else that I've been talking about, but... Um, there's this trend at the moment for people hacking old computer games oh. and swapping the gender roles. So, like, someone did it with Donkey Kong, where, you know, you, on Donkey Kong, you've got to try and get up to the top to save the princess. Yeah. They swap those two, um, like, characters around yeah. so that you're playing as the princess and you're trying to save Mario. <laughs> yeah. And someone else did it with Zelda. So, like, you're playing as the you're playing as Zelda and you're trying to save Link. Yeah. This thing is pretty cool. <laughs> is there a Zelda game coming out where you, where you play as Zelda? I don't know. I heard that somewhere and I thought that, that, that'd be pretty cool, that. Yeah. We didn't talk about it at the time, but a few weeks ago it was like International Women's Day. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. So, like, what was your opinion on... Well, for 364 days of the year, it's International Men's Day. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I kept seeing people whinging about it being International Women's Day and I just, I just wanted to say shut the fuck up. 
Like every other day is International Man's Day because that's a patriarchy and that's what we live in. Yeah. And even if you somehow think that we've now reached equality with men and women in this country, which you're wrong about. Yeah. No, it's we, International on. Women's Day. There are still plenty of countries where women are completely subjugated to men. Yeah. And um, we aren't equal in this country, so there, sh- there should be a day of the year where everyone acknowledges that. Fucking hell, billions of women around the world don't have anything like the same chance as men. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I mean, Britain's amongst the best in the world, I guess. Still a fuck long way to go. Well, I were watching um, Question Time the other week, and there were nearly as many women on that episode of Question Time as there are in the cabinet. <laughs> 50% of people in power in this country should be should be women. Yeah. It, should, and, and every single man political party shouldn't be allowed to put up another man for election until it's equal in the House of Commons. Yeah. That should got be how it is. Equality there. Yeah. Well, bloody hell, don't get me started on the House of Lords, then. Standing out here yelling, rabble, 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 isn't going to help anything. But we don't know what else to do, Mayor. The headline is NASA's official advice for when an asteroid heads for Earth. Oh, how didn't I see that? Um, and, like, people were asking him, you know, because there's been all these asteroids and meteorites recently yeah. uh, that have gotten pretty close and some of them have hit. Uh, they were asking him about these and, like, um, they were basically saying that, like, the really big ones they can spot and they know when they're coming and they, like, yeah. sort of know where they are. But there are asteroids that could be big enough to take out, not the Earth, but, like, a city as big as New York. Mm. which they cannot spot yet. Yeah. Um, so, like, somebody asked him, um, is, is the NASA chief, Charles Bolden, somebody asked him, um, what should we do about these asteroids that we can't see? And his official advice, well, he just sort of said, prayer. That's actually what he said. Yeah. <laughs> he just said, prayer. There's nothing, there's nothing that we can do about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I read something where NASA are saying they can, they can detect approximately 90% of... Low Earth, yeah, um, you know things that are in the sort of Earth range. They can detect ninety percent of them, and nothing so far that's going to hit us and cause any damage. But they can only see ninety percent of it. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Yeah, um, this is pretty funny. Go on. Um, Coronation Street actor Bill Roach, you know Ken Barlow. Oh yeah. Have you heard about this? Um, I don't know Ken Barlow. Go on. Ken Barlow is, uh, I think he was in New Zealand and he was being interviewed. For some reason, they came around to talking about um, sex attack victims. I don't know why they're discussing that <laughs> okay. with Ken Barlow. But he essentially said that they bring it on themselves. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> you know, there's an unfortunate number of people who've been putting the foot in yeah. the mouth with that subject. Um, in an interview with New Zealand TV, um, he said famous men could get caught in the trap of sleeping with underage girls and that society should be totally... In speech marks, totally forgiving of paedophiles. <laughs> um, what? He, he said, paedophilia is absolutely horrendous. Uh, paedophiles should be sought out, rooted out, and dealt with. But there's a fringe of people who, particularly pop singers, they have these groupies. These girls who come, they're sexually active, sexually mature. They don't ask for their birth certificate. They don't know what age they may be. But they're certainly not grooming them and exploiting them, but they can be caught in this trap. But he then goes further than that. Um, well, to that point, I'd say that he's got some, there's some weight to that. Yeah, but he goes much further. Right, okay. Because yeah, I, I was kind of with him up to that. This right, is where on. it starts to go a little bit weird, and you're like, what are you talking about, Ken Barlow? Yeah, go on. I mean, that, to, be, to be fair, before that, I think he's talking a bit of shit, but he's not talking as much shit as he does later on. Yeah, okay. Um, he then says, if you accept that you are pure love, and if you know that you are pure love, 
and therefore live that pure love, these things won't happen to you. So, what is what? he saying there? Is he Mormon or something? What is he saying there? Um, so then the interviewer what? said, the interviewer said to him, to some people, that sounds perhaps like you're saying victims bring things on themselves. Is that what you're saying? Um, and then Kembalo replied, not quite, but then, yes, I am. Because everything that happens to us has been as a result of what we have done in previous lives. What's... Fucking... What? <laughs> Ken Barlow, what are you talking about, man? Why are you even on New Zealand TV? I know, why are you, why are you some authority on this, mate? <laughs> why, did, why did Ken Barlow go on New Zealand TV and get asked oh. about paedophilia? You're not like the others. You like the same things I do. <laughs> Wax paper. Boiled football leather. Dog breath. We're not hitchhiking anymore. We're riding. I'm curious to know how many people really buy newspapers anymore, because haven't the, like, circulation has dropped massively? A lot of workplaces and stuff. Yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? Even chippies and... They'll just have light ring, Yeah, a lot of people haven't liked it for that. I was reading a thing um, in the paper that there's some sort of stat that one in ten people are addicted to smartphones. Like, addicted to smartphones. How, how would you classify addicted? Because I've always got mine in my I've hand. I've always got mine in my hand. Always got it in my hand. I'd always. I'd feel weird if I didn't have it. Mm. You know, if I didn't have my phone for like a week or something, I wouldn't yeah. really know what to do with my hand. I bought my, I bought my first iPhone when I quit smoking. Yeah. So, like, that's. It replaced smoking for me. Yeah. So, I am always fucking about with it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's always in my hand, often I'll go to sleep with it in my hand. That's one of the things that it said, people often sleep with the phones. <laughs> I do, I do, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'd say I'm addicted, but I'll be at home and I'll just be having it in my hand and I'll just be flicking through it. Yeah, I'll sometimes just find myself opening it up, and then on the home screen where it's got like all the apps, I'll just sort of scroll through, scroll back, scroll through, scroll back, I won't do anything, yeah, I won't yeah. read anything, I won't play any games, I'll just be fucking about with it for ages. Then again, with the start of a generation that's now got this completely new technology available. It is like, yeah, like you just said when Cars first came out, oh, he's addicted to his car, he's always yeah. in it. Because you know, yeah, it's yeah, this sorry. whole brand new thing. Yeah. You know, you can't... It's just the new thing of technology. Yeah, exactly. It? It's, it's just the new... It's not even like a new thing like a personal CD player or a cassette, personal cassette player or anything like that. It's it's a whole new level. It's, it's, a it's unprecedented. It's a constant portal to any sort of information that you yeah. want. Like, aside from the games and shit like that that you yeah. can also do on it, you always have access to any information that you want. Yeah. And any, any point. Any information you want, you've got it at a button's press. So or... do you think that that has possibly a knock-on effect on people's ability to retain information? Because they never need to retain any information. Well, I think all the research... Because like, there's going to be lots of implications to it. Some good, some, some yeah. bad, I guess. But... We'll not know that for a bit because we're, st- we're still new with it. We're still fresh. It's but still early days for research, really. Like, do you think let this stuff span over a decade and you'll have solid grounds to work on then. The popularity of the iPhone and like the effect that it will have on humans, do you think that that will have an evolutionary impact on the human race? It could have. If, <laughs> if, if they last long enough, if in 500 years' time we've become completely like that, yeah, well, there'll be some differences. Is, is is it the next stage of evolution? Um, what, brought on by technology? Yeah. That'd be something new. I mean, it's human-created technology yeah. that has a constant information. Then again, evolution is, is a random event, though, isn't it? Like, you know, you'll have a third year or, you know, it's, you're not going to... No, well, no, because um, species gradually evolve to the climate. 
over time, species will gradually evolve to the climate, like frogs that have a but, tongue but that how, is specifically how, intended to catch particular insects that they have to eat. They won't. They might not start it as that animal. They'll just gradually. Yeah. The, I don't know. The, I don't know how it works, but you know. The, how would you evolve to a form though? Would it just be like sort of where your hand is no, shaped a certain way so your phone slots into it perfectly? <laughs> well, our thumbs are going to be fucked up in a few generations. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we're just going to have really solid thumb through the. Wait, I don't think if this is human evolution and that's how evolution works because I'm ignorant as fuck <laughs> <laughs> then just gradually over time we won't be able to retain any information because we'll be constantly reliant on this um, thing in our pocket yeah but that's because we won't need to exactly, exactly. Like it's, that's, that's why we don't have such rough tough hands and fingers anymore we don't have to be grabbing on trees you know we've got that that's gotten worse but yeah. because we've gotten better so now our brains won't have to remember as much which means we can focus it more on other things because we don't need to remember as much because we're essentially a part of a hive mind now yeah no that's exactly that's how we yeah yeah that's a good point because we have become like do you know see that's another thing I mean it's a bit deep but if um like we have become like a worldwide like we're now a species that is connected worldwide yeah because if you think back to our parents news going on outside Britain was pretty scarce probably a bit unreliable and you only heard the very important stuff from the news when it was on because like her parents would have probably had one telly or yeah you know with my mom it was one telly on the street like so, and now the whole world is I, I can speak to someone like-minded in china yeah about a particular subject instantly so we have become a, a worldwide hive mind and how that will impact what the world will be like in 50 years time sort of late in our lives yeah and still going That'd be very. That's interesting to see what that would be because it's going to be totally different than what there is now. Yeah, like this I, is just the start of it, mate. Like, that links on to something else that happened this week. Uh, the Leveson thing that came to an agreement uh, about yeah. press regulation. Yeah. Um, all three parties came to an agreement. I've got some concerns though about what that means for the internet because, from what I understand, a blog com- sort of comes under this, and if a, a blog doesn't sign up to this regulatory system which I think you have to pay for, um, then they could be liable to pay quite a lot of damages if somebody were to, um, you know, sue them or whatever. Yeah. Which uh, I'm, I'm concerned about. I think it should have left the internet out. The internet should just be free. People can tell whatever yeah, shit you want. You can so. regulate. Again, though, that's... The internet's new. The, 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 they have yet to realise you can't regulate the internet. Mm. Like, the hive... We're a hive, and we've got a big hive mind now, but we're all different. Like a hive of insects is general. They're all like-minded. They've all got the same goals. Yeah, we're all different. We've got you know ulterior motives and everything else. You can't police the internet. You can't police worldwide discussion. Yeah, you can. How can you possibly dis- like police a discussion between being a guy in France or you know Zimbabwe or whatever? If, if I'm saying or oh, such and such, you know, if that names someone, you you can't police it. You can't possibly, because if, if you come down hard on someone, like the no, like one nation is nowhere near powerful enough to do anything. Like no nation is powerful enough to do anything about it. If say say they come down on one guy for doing something, that can just have a knock-on effect where the whole hive will get pissed off that someone has been so badly wronged, 
and then before you know it, you've got a whole hive who's well that happens on Twitter. Like, that guy exactly, got, um, Twitter's a perfect example. Remember the guy who got arrested for like making some sort of joke on Twitter that he's going to blow this airport sky high. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that just caused a like massive uproar. Yeah. On, Twitter, but, on the hive mind. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, to be honest, some this shows the jobs worths that are employed. Like I, I remember that. No, a guy. He was due to fly from Robin Hood Airport, yeah, and um, like in Nottingham, and the airport was shut and all flights cancelled because of the snow. And he, he put on Twitter, it was something like, "You know, John Lennon better sort this airport situation out sooner. I'm going to blow it, or or it's going to go sky high or something like that." Yeah. And he's just a Joe Blog guy, and he got arrested. So uh-huh. fuck off, yeah. Bro. You know, the police didn't just pull him in and, you know, just question him, make sure there's nothing... Oh, no, never mind, whatever. They full-on charged him and sent him to prison and all this shit. But it was... But, like, he got Stephen Fry and loads of other celebrities involved in that. Yeah. Like, just pointing out the absolute horseshit what was going on. Someone who gets paid... I bet upwards of 50 grand a year decided to press charges this is worth pressing. And yeah. You know what I mean? It's Someone on big money us, yeah. made that sort of decision. Like, what the fuck? But yeah, talking about like internet regulation, they've never managed to regulate like illegal downloads properly, have they? No, they yeah, exactly. Like that. And, I mean, the thing with illegal downloads is if they make things reasonable and easy to buy, then it yeah. could curb it to a large extent. Like, I used to download songs and yeah. shit like that, and then Spotify came along. Yeah, which was a tenner a month. Yeah, I was just going to say Spotify. I've never downloaded an album since because it's such a it's a good service and it's a decent price. And you know, if the if people were thinking like that, mm. then I, I mean, like, why do iTunes albums cost so much when yeah. you don't need to print them onto a CD? It's yeah. just a file stored in a cloud yeah. that you can just like download. So why isn't it? a lot cheaper yeah, than actually buying a physical cheaper. copy of yeah. something. Any other news? Uh, yeah, good news. Go on. I think a good news segment should always be done. You did That's good news idea. the other day and I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, good news. There's a billboard in America. This is good American news. Yeah. I think it's America. But there's a, a, a billboard and it, you know, just a big billboard standing there and th- this is, I reckon the biggest investment now, and it's a tiny investment what it gets, but new technology and engineering should get ridiculously high budgets. Pull the fuck out of your military budgets. No, no one's going to world war anytime soon, hopefully. Well. Hopefully. <laughs> but I reckon just massive, you know, expenditure that isn't needed at all. Pull it big in. Because this, for example, this billboard, it collects moisture from the air. Right. And just this one billboard creates and it's got a thing at the bottom and anyone you know it's free anyone can come and use it it, it produces water from moisture in the air <laughs> it produces 96 litres a day no way just from moisture in the air that's amazing 96 litres a day from a billboard and it's just like and, and the idea of that is to promote uh, an engineering university I think it's in California or something yeah and it's to promote a university in the town and anyone can come and get the water it's completely fresh it's from moisture in the air happy days and it's like Shit like that could solve world problems. Yeah, that's you know, really things cool. like that. And I just thought that's that's fucking brilliant. You that's know. like um, that's the good technology that's the opposite of the shit technology that yes. we were talking about last week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the exactly. The stuff that has serves a purpose and yeah. like 
Like, it's just pioneering work, like, yeah. stuff like that. I mean, bloody hell, you can stick them everywhere. You'd never have a, a worry about water shortage. It's just coming from the earth. You're yeah. not doing any damage whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. It's just moisture, and you're turning that moisture in that spot into a that's, you know, into liquid form. That's really cool. It's, it's weird that it's not, like... Somebody's invented this technology that can just pull water out of the earth. Yeah, it's, it's making water it's never, out of, It's making yeah. drinking water out of thin earth. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. It's really cool. I, know, I saw that and, and saw, like, in the... Because it's not been up that long. It's so far produced 9,000 litres of water, which yeah. works out at 96 a day. And you just think that's... It's a self-replicating machine. That's really tough. It's like perpetual water. It's just continuous. That's fucking brilliant. Um, it probably costs a lot for this technology. Yeah. But the more you produce it, the less it costs. Yeah. Like, you know, keep it fucking going. So um, that's all the news. Yeah, that's the news for you. So again, if you've only we, tuned we, in for the news, we, we covered you. quite a bit actually this week. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Yeah. If you've just tuned in yeah. for the news, we're now going to move on to other random stuff. Club Quiet Guys. Club Quiet Guys. We're Club. moving into Club Quiet Guys. Club Quiet Guys drinks L- are free. Light, light the fire. Pour yourself a glass of wine. Make yourself a nice, you know, turn yourself a nice cigar. Sit back in in your armchair with your your favourite robe on. Relax. We're moving into the club. Fun and sunshine. There's enough for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, right. Into the club, Martin. Yes. Um, Should I... Last week we talked about our top five toys. Yes. Um, Which... uh, Then we got some feedback from the Hive Mind. The Hive Mind got back to us. We had quite a few comments, actually. Yeah, we did. Um, Thank you for all your comments. Uh, There were some really interesting ones, and it was nice nostalgia. And thank you for keeping listening as well. Yeah. Like, we like like to keep in touch. So, your top five... Well... Not top five, but I'll go for, like, top three. Yeah. Because um, there's a lot of draws lower down. Okay. Um, but your top three toys, this is the scientific top three toys ever, uh-huh. as voted for by Club Quitegeist members, who are the only people that matter. So these are the top three toys ever. Um, at number three, we have a draw between Star Wars toys and He-Man toys. I'd, I'd rate Star Wars over He-Man toys, but go on. Well, when I was a kid, I had these mask toys that I was telling you about last week. Yeah. And uh, my mum just um, swapped them all for He-Man toys. <laughs> so I don't know why she did it, but I do not have good memories of He-Man toys. <laughs> as a I remember them being big, oh. chunky, stupid shit plastic things that yeah. weren't as good as my mask toys that were transforming <laughs> cars. <laughs> um, so yeah, Star Wars and He-Man um, were number three. Number two, quite surprisingly, I didn't think that that many people would vote for it, but... It was my number one last week, WWF action figures. All right, yeah. They were awesome. They were, they were cool. They were proper cool toys then. Yeah. Like, I, I had a few. I didn't have a massive collection, like, as I can imagine you loved it, but I had about two or three of them, and they were fucking yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, Will was talking... Will on Facebook was specifically talking about... Um, the WWF ring that had a step that you like made him bounce. I remember Will having that ring. Yeah. Being <laughs> jealous every time I went around. But he did point out that it didn't work with the Yokozuna action figure. <laughs> which is very true. Um, probably won't know what I'm talking about, but it's, it is true, trust me. Um, and then at number one, your number one last week, Lego. Lego! By far. Has to be, doesn't it? By far, yeah. Lego, for fuck's sake. He's easily won. So thank you for your votes. Yep, thank you very much. And your comments and your uh, reminiscing. Yep, keep them coming. Uh, well, should we jump into the top five yes. this week? Right, this week we've kept it. It's been a massive secret so far. 
but we're on the, the top five kids TV shows. Woo! Kids TV shows, or specifically cartoons from when we were kids. Yeah. Or any point, really. Just kid, yeah, just kids, cartoons. Kids, kids TV shows. Yeah, kids TV shows. Right. Because when I thought of this, just lots of things went through my head. I didn't really know we were going to do this one, so I'm not too sure. Yeah, answer. again, I've sprung you, it on you, you again. Going, you're going to have to go first. I've, I've sprung really... it on you again. Right, number five. You might remember this. Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Don't remember it at all. See? Never heard of it. No one ever knows this show, and Never that's probably it. part of its charm, is it's not... Because it, I think it was early to mid-80s, so yeah. it was a bit... But because I grew up with a lot of older brothers, I ended up watching a lot of their shit. Yeah. So Jason the Wheeled Warriors were one of them. And that had transforming cars in it. Like, it, it were guys on sort of an alien planet, and they are in these sort of trucks, and like, you know, one of them was like, had a big digger mouth on the top yeah and the alien like the bad guys were these aliens and they turned into big vehicles and like it was like robot wars yeah you know what I mean each <laughs> one was different one had a big saw on it one had a grappler arm and all that and it was just like transforming cars really never, honestly never it, heard it of that proper ex- like, like it, when you watch the intro you're like yeah that looks really cool like Jason the Wheeled Warriors I'm going to put that in the top five because I really really enjoyed that okay um, so I'm putting I'll lock it up on YouTube later yeah uh, whilst right number four Thundercats yeah it's, it had an awesome theme tune yeah awesome theme tune and it, it, it's legendary and it's just gained huge cult it seems since the internet came about yeah there was a big resurgence in Thundercats loving yeah everyone, well, everybody loves the nostalgia don't they? yeah everyone YouTube. who got the internet who was about our age just all sort of oh yeah Thundercats and then Everything. it just exploded from there and Thundercats was awesome I remember the Thundercats movie like it, 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 you know proper good stuff uh, so not much more can be said about Thundercats. Everyone, my, my favourite was Pamphor, yeah. the guy with that vehicle. Um, I remember Mumra, um, <laughs> yeah. and I remember there was this stuff called Mumra gum that got yeah. banned. It was like chewing gum, but it stuck to you. <laughs> <laughs> it got banned. In fact, right, Mumra. Right, I, I was going to save this for when I've done all my top five, but I'll say it now. I have an issue with kids' TV shows. Yeah, they were shit. Yeah, they were. They were really cheaply made. No, no, like, like I mean, that'll offend a lot of people, that. They'll be like, you motherfucker. In fact, I'll tell you what, I'll finish this when I've done all the top five. Yeah. Because, you know, just, just to get them all out there. Number three, Turtles. Right. Fucking yeah. love the Turtles, me. Yeah, Loved right, it yeah. to bits. Shredder was an awesome bad guy. You know, they made two bad but good films. Yeah. There was three. A, there, three. No, no, that was Terrapins 3. <laughs> but um, we, we don't talk about that. But no, the Turtles, it was awesome. Fucking brilliant cartoon. I love it. They all, they all loved pizzas and lived in the yeah. store. But they <laughs> fucking loved it. Like my nephew's proper into them right now. Um, number two, I mean, I'm firing through mine here, but yeah. number two, X-Men. Right. From the 90s, that one. Fuck, man, I don't have five here. I'm trying to make a list of my own five as you're going through them, and I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> that X-Men cartoon was awesome Wolverine's one minors in that were just worth watching alone yeah I remember the first episode of it like he's fighting um the Sabretooth in he's fighting Sabretooth in this um, get rid of the cat <laughs> just going to hold that hold that far <laughs> no he's fighting Sabretooth in this warehouse like you know full of all these antiques and stuff and he's like sure hope this stuff's insured yeah rips his claws out all the time in fact, I'll get on to it. Now, the, the reason these old cartoons were shit, the intros had more excitement and fighting and, and action than the entire show you're about to watch. 
And the theme tunes were like the best bit no, of the show. Really, exactly. No, but the theme tunes and all, all the excitement from that you, you wanted and loved from the show was all in the intros. Yeah. And then when you get to the fights, there was shit. You know, like when the turtles are all fucking ninjas and all this shit. And, and you're watching it, you know, it's an awesome show and all that. But when you watch it, when they have fights, the shit. Yeah. <laughs> the, the really shit. Is it any wonder that I fell in love with manga? Yeah, yeah. And Japanese <laughs> anime? Just because it was brutal, like. Yo, not only were they, like, they, they were really cheaply made. Yeah. Like, they were really cheaply made. Like, they had been designed to sell some toys, and then as an afterthought, they were like, right, if we have a cartoon, then, then that'll sell these toys. Yeah. Like, it was that sort of thing. Like, we, they always have cool theme tunes, and people remember them fondly. But I think that they're probably remembering how much fun they had um, playing with the toys yeah, more yeah. than the cartoons themselves or anything that happened on the cartoons. Yeah, well, I mean, it... I mean, cause, well, these cartoons were all awesome, but I, but they were, it just bugged me. Like, do you know the? I, I found some. Well, I read it on Wikipedia, so yeah, you know, it's probably true, but I haven't sourced it any further than that. But um, do you know with turtles, th- there was a law at the time when it came out. Do you know there's a big? Was it Ninja Turtles or Hero Turtles debate? Yeah, it was Ninja Turtles. I know it was. Yeah, but because Ninja sounds yeah evil. Like, you know, fighting and blood and all that, they decided to co- change it to Hero Turtles. So it's Ninja Turtles as far as I'm concerned. But, um, do you know Michelangelo with his nunchucks? Yeah. It, at the time, it was illegal to show nunchucks yeah. hitting people, fighting sort of thing. Right. Because I remember at the time when I was a kid, you know, around that era, watching Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee. Yeah. There was like there was always oh it's got the, you know we've got the uncut version the uncut version like, yeah. you know there was one that was too violent too graphic and it only cut out the nunchuck scene which wasn't particularly graphic it's just there was a law at the time right where you couldn't show nunchucks yeah. being used and in turtles for for ages until they relaxed that law you never saw Michelangelo using his nunchucks outside really? like the intro I, I never noticed that but I read it on Wikipedia and I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was um, it was a party dude, Michelangelo. Yeah, he was a. He, I, I think that's why they sort of sexed up his partying and having fun and playing because they couldn't have him being a ninja with his fucking nunchucks. Yeah. But um, Raphael was like, he was pretty cool, but he mm. was a bit crude. <laughs> well, uh, Donatello does machines. Oh, does machines? He does machines. Sick. I know. Well, you know, exactly. Like they live in a sewer. What else are you going to do? The mutated turtles. Yeah. That's you know, all they're going to do. Do machine. Right. Number one, Transformers. Right. Just Transformers, my favourite cartoon ever. I, I can see that. Um, the, I mean, the Transformers movie, to those listening that don't know me, I'm not talking about the recent Transformers movie. Obviously I'm, not. I'm talking about the 1985 one. I had one on the other day. It was just on TV while I was flicking through the channels. And fucking hell. There's an odd, like, there's a YouTube channel where they have honest movie trailers. Yeah. You should watch them, they're really funny. Like, it shows the Transformers trailer. And it's going on, and it talks about the product placement in it. So it's like, and introducing McDonald's, <laughs> eBay, Chevrolet, <laughs> and just you know, showing all the product placement that they do. But it says, in this movie, you'll ask yourself, what the hell is happening? <laughs> just camera going flicking around everywhere. But no, I'm talking the original 85 movie. Yeah. I can quote that movie beginning to end like, yeah. confidently. Beginning to end was that movie. that um, Awesome World's last movie role was as a voice in um, 
Transformers movie. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's true, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was a Unicron. Isn't there also that bit in that film where they say shit? Yeah, well, there's a bit where, like, Unicron's eating a moon and, um, and, like, they, you know, blast inside Unicron, hoping they'll destroy it and they haven't done anything. And, like, one of the guys says to one of the robots, um, it isn't even dented. Shit, what are we gonna do now? Just <laughs> this Transformers movie, and you got a guy saying shit in it. It's like, what the. I'd love to be in writing room when they thought, oh, we'll sneak a swear word in there. Sneaking in the sleep and unnoticed. <laughs> but no, Transformers number one. But I have to put a disclaimer in. Okay. The only reason I haven't put this in is because it's not as a series, the right. one before time. Right. I can't mention cartoons without saying one before time. If I'm putting that in, but it's not a series, that's why I didn't put it in. It's yeah. not a TV show, it was a film. Okay. But otherwise, in my top five films, that's in, that is in my top five films of all time. I could never make that list, but if I did... Top five four, films? One we're going to do top five films some week. We're going to do it. We'll need to go to we did to top that. five video games, didn't we? And that was yeah. pretty That was pretty hard. Yeah, well, that was very hard. I mean, that was still so incongruous. Yeah, it was pretty hard. Well, so like we're going to get told about TV shows that we've missed out on now. So the top five is top five kids shows, yeah? Yeah, kids. Does um, it have to be a cartoon or can it be just a kid Yeah, show? yeah, cartoon. It has to be a cartoon. Yeah, because otherwise I'm going to have to reassess a bit of this. I'm going to need some drastic briefing. Oh, fucking hell. Um, you know what? I'm going to change Jason the Wheel Warriors right. for Reboot. I remember Reboot. Reboot was awesome. There's a CGI the, thing. That was the first CGI thing I got into that. Yeah. It was fucking me. Like, Bob, that was a good futuristic thing. Bob, the main guy in it, had Glitch, which was like an iWatch. He did, yeah, he had an iWatch. That was basically an iWatch. He'd tell it to do stuff, and it could do stuff in the real world as well as the digital world. Yeah, I like how, like, films and TV shows come up with an idea. Just, like, imagine this idea, and then science has to try and catch up with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. they just put this idea out there, like... Yeah, so we had an iWatch. Yeah, you did. You had an iWatch, that's fucking awesome. Um, well, it wasn't called an iWatch. Right, I just need one second. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Right. I know what people are going to say, oh, such a cartoon, and I think, oh, shit, that... I just... Right. If I were doing my top five kid shows, then easily number one, it's not a cartoon, so I'm just saying it now before okay. I get to my cartoons, would easily be Pete and Pete. The Adventure of Pete really and Pete. I never really watched that. It was so good. I mean, most of my actual cartoons I've got on, I've just written them down here. The ones that... There's probably kid shows that I liked more at the time, but the ones here are ones that I actually still could watch and, and get enjoyment out of. They're yeah. the ones, I guess, that were sort of aiming at adults as well. Yeah. That you can still sort of get like the humour of now. Most of them anyway, were not But Peter Peter it was it was just so brilliant. It was like like an indie movie as a yeah. kid's TV show and it it's impossible to describe, but they're all on YouTube and you should they, they stand up as an adult watching them. It's just like all about this age in childhood where like everything's changing and there's yeah. just really weird stuff going on. It's about this brother and his little brother who are both called Pete. And yeah. It's just really awesome show. And it has, like, really weird cameos. Like, Iggy Pop is on it one time. Really? Yeah, actually, he's on it quite a lot. He's, one of the, he's the dad of one of the, like, characters. Really? Uh, Steve <laughs> Buscemi is on it quite... Steve Buscemi's what? awesome in it, yeah. He, no like, way. plays this really crazy dad. Um, it's like it's, it's just really cool. When was this? Um, like, 90s. It was, like, Nickelodeon. Yeah. Sort of show. I wasn't much of a Nickelodeon guy. But... There was some good stuff on Nickelodeon. Yeah, there was good. Oh, God. Um, 
Can I replace Thundercats? With what? Ren and Stimpy. That's right, that's on Ren and fucking Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy's my adult. Oh, mad. That was the first adult humour I got into was, that. Have you watched it? You, it's it's fucking, fucking weird. Bonkers, man. Like, you'll just... It'll, it'll just be going on, and then... It'll be like this extreme <laughs> close-up of Ren's hands and they'll just be covered in glitter yeah, and veins and stuff. It's really, really well, like, it, drawing on It'd be angry and shaking, yeah. vibrating, and it does close-up on his face and it's just bloodshot as fuck. So dark and weird. <laughs> there, there were an episode, I'm sure, where, like, Stimpy's fat married a dead fish. Yeah, that did happen. And it's yeah. just like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just so weird, like... The episode, there's an episode that I remember where um, Stimpy Hooks ran up to this like uh, brainwashing machine <laughs> and just the genuine like anger and terror in Ren as he's like having to be happy. <laughs> it's just so, it just sticks with you. Brilliant. Like, Ren and Stimpy, yeah. fucking hell. Oh man, yeah. Ren and Stimpy was brilliant. That's my number one. So, um, also in there is, like, I was talking last week about the toys, but just out of nostalgia, because I think we'll probably shit have watched them, there is the mask. Cartoon like last week I was like it's called, it stands for Mobile Arm and Strike Command <laughs> despite being spelt with a K, <laughs> um, and it's it was basically an advert for these toys, mm. which like I explained last week, yeah. like cars yeah. that transform into better cars and shoot weapons. Yeah, and the cartoon was cool and it had a cool theme tune. Yeah. So yeah, that's in my top five. But I, I watched that a bit, but you clearly loved the fucker. <laughs> I did as a kid, yeah. Yeah, I, I bet it's shit if I watched it now. I was probably more of a see. I loved He Man at the time. I'll put it in my top five because you look at it now and it's a bit yeah. crap. But yeah, He Man was pretty cool. So that's the only one really that's just in there for nostalgia because the other ones in there, I would say, are still fun yeah. to watch and they've got like real like artistry and stuff to them in a way. I I had a resurgence in from a loving cartoons me in my sort of late teens, early twenties, getting back into cartoons for a while. Yeah. Like, I discovered Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Fucking love Dragon Ball Z. Even though, like, they'll spend three episodes powering up to prepare for a fight. <laughs> and then, like, like you, you watch an episode, it's like, right, I've been watching this for three weeks, they've been powering up, and at the end of the last episode, they were running at each other, so it's, they're going to fight out. You put it on, and then they start talking, like, I am ultra-powerful. I'm going to destroy you. We are going you. to fight. Eventually we are going to fight. Yeah. It is in the fighting which we are going to fight. When I fight you, I'm going to destroy Our destiny will be achieved by the fighting which we will do to achieve our I, destiny. I will achieve to a new level of strength after I have destroyed you. Your, your reign is coming to an end. You will never destroy me, for and I then, will fight you to achieve my destiny. And then it's the... And then... Like, then a guy will get punched. And then everyone watching, all the people watching the fight, they'll be like... That punch was so fast. That punch has helped him to achieve his destiny. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I mean, Dragon Ball Z was awesome, but you know, Never into you, it. you could get, you could get like fifteen episodes and compress it to like fifteen minutes. Yeah, <laughs> fifteen very good minutes, but fifteen minutes out of uh, fifteen episodes. But, why is Dragon Ball Z? In there? I should put, no, I shouldn't. It's not in my top five, but I did. I do love Dragon Ball Z. Um, I got into like Justice League. Yeah, I remember you were quite into Justice like, League. Justice League was a really good cartoon. But that's because you're a comic fan as yeah. well, isn't it? So that, that was following the stories of the comics. No, but they were really good, though. Like, you know, there's all this criticism of Superman, and in, in, Justice, in the Justice League cartoon, they sort of address the fact that Superman lives in a world made of paper and he can't ever let loose. Yeah. You know, they, they do sort of get a bit, bit behind... Like, they go further behind the characters because they yeah. ran for a few seasons, so they could... Rather than the just quite and save the day. Back in the film, pretty soon, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, but I do know who will play Batman in that. 
It's um, rumoured to be, uh, well actually it's rumoured to be Chris Kimbell. Yeah, that would be, be cool. But the rumour before that was that it was going to be the dude off the Dark Knight Rises, you know, yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. I, I like him. I think he'd be cool. Yeah. I like him a lot. I think he's awesome. Everything I've seen him in, he's been really cool, so, yeah. Whoever. Um, so, yeah, also in my top five yeah, go on. Uh, kids' cartoons, uh, just Daffy Duck. Daffy Duck. Daffy Duck. He's awesome. I got um, a Daffy Duck box set for Christmas, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and it, they're really cool. I love them, me. When I watch all cartoons like that, like, you know... Tom and Jerry and stuff like that. I fucking love them, mate. I, I, I can sit there watching them all cartoons. Maybe not so much Tom and Jerry, because I fucking hated Jerry. Yeah. Hated Jerry. Yeah, same. Yeah, I grew up with cats. I hated the Roadrunner as well. Yeah. The I, thing is, I like, saw one of him get caught. The wi- Wiley Coyote, he'd always, like, he'd do a plan, and it'd fail, and then it's onto the next plan. Try that plan again, but tweak it. You'll get him. Yeah. He only just snuck out of that plan. <laughs> if you tweak that plan slightly, he'll catch that fucker. I'd just love to see an episode where he catches and eats the fucking rod run. Well, right, I, I tried looking for this in preparation for the podcast and I couldn't find it anywhere, do you know? But I'm sure my mind isn't playing a trick on me. If you're listening to this and you remember this, or if you do, let me know, right? Old episodes of Tom and Jerry, very old ones, were at the end of the episode, Tom would be, you know, like with all these shaggy alley cats in yeah. the outside, and they'd have Jerry spinning on a like no not speared but tied to like a spit roast over a fire like yeah. no just was like ah, ah at the end of the episode like like the cat's one sort of yeah. thing you know, I, might, I remember that I'm sure there were episodes where Tom would get the better of him at the end yeah. of the episode I'm sure I remember him weird but yeah Daffy Duck um, it, it was on those Warner Brothers cartoons were amazing like it, it all sort of started out with Disney didn't it making little shots and yeah. they were just really like new good shit Mickey Mouse like walking yeah. along being really happy and then like Warner Brothers sort of responded to that with these Looney Tunes where yeah. you know there's this just madcap and everything's happening and it's all well, they were loony as fuck I've got an episode actually um, what's it called Duckamuck where, yeah. um, oh no it's not that one it's another one uh, but Daffy Duck defeats Hitler <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> I'll show you sometime we've got the box set somewhere but yeah he, 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 end, he ends the yeah. war and <laughs> defeats Hitler it's top no, but do you know what I loved about loads of them old cartoons as, as well? Especially like the old Tom and Jerry's and that. I downloaded like the top 200 classical tunes from an yeah. iPhone. Like, because I love that sort of music, you know, classical music. And just downloaded like, you know, top 200 famous tunes. And I remembered so many of them from Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Like, I'd be listening to music and I'd just have visions in my head of Tom and Jerry. Do you know what I loved about Tom and Jerry as well? They didn't make any... They didn't speak or anything, apart from in the fucking film. Yeah, what the hell? But they didn't speak or anything, except when, like, say, Tom got burnt with an iron or something. He did that almighty scream. <laughs> and the only person who talked was his owner, that, that black woman. Thomas! Yeah. Thomas! <laughs> you only ever saw from... from oh, I'm changing one of mine. I just remembered cow and chicken. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Like, yeah, on Tom and Jerry, you'd only ever see a feet, wouldn't you? Yeah. And on cow and chicken, sometimes the camera would zoom back out, and the parents of cow and chicken would just be legs. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't have an upper body. <laughs> cow and chicken was well funny. Yeah. Like, it, it was just fucking weird, and like, it was a bit like Ren and Stimpy, I guess. It was sort of inspired by it. But yeah. One of the characters was certain. Yeah. And he just used to get around by bouncing around on his ass. <laughs> so it's a really, really funny, weird show. Nickelodeon um, had a lot of sort of zany, weird... Well, Cow and Chicken were a uh, Cartoon Network. Mm. Um, but as well as that, Cartoon Network, as well as Cow and Chicken, which is going in there, 
Dexter's Lab. Dexter's oh, Lab was awesome. Dexter's Lab was awesome. Because it's like, there were just episodes that were really weird. Yeah. And like, it was really unexpected that they'd done it. Like, one of them I remember really well was like a silent movie. Yeah. Um, like, there was no speaking in the entire episode where one of the light bulbs just went in his lap. Yeah. And it was all about him wanting to get a new light bulb to replace that light bulb and being really depressed about it. Yeah. And it was just, it was just really weird. Like, I like that there's that sort of freedom in, in cheaply made cartoons yeah, to try yeah. some different shit and that yeah. kids will respond to it. Like, I think that a lot of people will assume that kids want everything to be sort of like constantly happening. Yeah, singing. But they want, they'll, yeah. they'll get this extra stuff that you're trying out with them. Exactly. If, if you go outside the box and do something a bit creative, a bit like that. Oh God! Oh man! I could just—I I need to do three lists of my top five. My top five from, or maybe two lists because I want to put Samurai Jack in there. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Like if you ever watch Samurai, it, that, that's only got a cult following, really. Like not a whole lot because it only ran for a bit, and that was in my late teens. But that like that had silent episodes. Yeah. And that was really sort of artistically done it wasn't wonderful art in the cartoon but it was really good was it a kid's show or was it not a bit more like just a manga sort of end a little bit no it was a it was a it it had a tip of the hat to manga yeah but um, but it it was a kid's show you know like because you were always fighting machines it was like X-Men you were always fighting machines and cutting them open the elite toilet like no one ever bled in it yeah. You know, so or maybe like a little bit of blood, but so my top five is Mask, um, Ren and Stimpy is at number one, Daffy Duck, Cow and Trucking, Dexter's Lab. See, what's what's yours? What's your definitive top five top children's t- right. cartoons? I'm glad we're saying children's because yep, children's. We, we've got children's and then stuff from late teens up till now where I'd include things like South Park and yeah, you know, I'd probably put Samurai Jack in there. But then I'd also have top five mangas as well. Yeah. Because I'm a big fan of mangas. I've got, I've seen fucking loads of mangas. So, but kids TV shows, kids cartoons, or kids cartoons, Transformers, X Men, um, Turtles. Because I've got one from that genre. Um, I I don't know. I changed Thundercats and Jason the Old Warriors. What did I change them to now? Um, Red Red and Stimpy. Red and Stimpy. Um. I don't want to say Thundercats because there were better stuff. There were better stuff than Thundercats. It was shit. Yeah. It was shit. It I'm going to upset shit. a lot of viewers who were like, oh, Thundercats, what? You're calling yeah. Lion all fucking Thundercats? Ha! It had a proper top theme tune, that is it. But all the action in that, you could watch ten episodes, and all of them, the action in it would pale in comparison to what you saw in the trailer, yeah. in the opening. That, you know, that, and that's the point. It, yeah. they, it was shit. The action was crap. And even those. when there was a fight, it'd just be a guy gets punched and then there's this silly fall. Like, animators couldn't show action. Like, I, I almost want to take out Mask because I know that it's in this category that I'm about to whinge about. But nostalgia goes too far when you're putting these things on a pedestal that were fucking awful. Yeah. Like, the yeah. Turtles cartoons were crap. I know, that's why like, I'm a bit reluctant to say that. It was crap. Yeah, they were they crap. Were just, they, they were crap. They were toy adverts. Yeah. And like, they, they I, were I crap. Was as well. I'm taking Mask out. I'm going to put Angry Beavers in instead of Mask. Yeah. <laughs> you remember Angry Beavers? Yeah, yeah, that was that were yeah. that were good. But I mean, I'm putting Transformers in because that's still good. Yeah. The, and and yeah, when, I stu- when I watched the movie, and even the episodes, they were a bit crap and selling toysy. 
but they, they held it well they pulled they were better than anything else and the movie is still really good yeah. they killed the main character in the first yeah, yeah, 15 yeah. 20 minutes yeah. which was fucking new not like you, it was cool yeah like they got some complaints about that like kids crying in cinema <laughs> fucking hell Optimus Prime has just been killed but you know so I think Transformers had a, had a great thing there um, X-Men cartoon I'll keep in my top 5 because that was still really good the action scenes were a bit shit but they were frequent as well so yeah. you know they did pull it off well the whole variation of characters and the all comic that. book sort of cartoons tended to be better than Spider-Man some. were good as well yeah. like, they tended to be better than like yeah, the, the toy advert cartoons yeah yeah um, well the toy advert cartoons were like sort of the generation before them so yeah but well, like, it was our generation, wasn't it? We grew yeah. up with these really cheaply made cartoons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, we were, on the, we were on the time. tail end of it because they were all sort of mid eighties, and we were born mid eighties, so we got yeah. them. You know, we were on we we got them, but we're on the tail end of it. I'm still thankful for for the experience, though. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was still fun. Well, you just noticing your top five is a lot more sort of action oriented. I love mine, that's what I was into. And mine's a lot more sort of comedy oriented. But, and I'd say but I'm, no, I'm at this day we sort of carry on with you yeah. like action films and I like comedy films more. Yeah. I, I I do have a a swear though. Like I do you know I do have a, have comedy in there like you know I'm switching one of them for Ren and Stimpy yeah. without a doubt. No, that, it's just that stuff. In, impulse like Turtles, Thundercats and Jason World Warriors I'd take them free out. Yeah. You know, like I'd, I'd replace one of them with Ren and Stimpy, and other two. Um, I don't know. I'll go through some. Go through some cartoons. My mind's gone blank. Oh, I don't know. Like, um, I need to just Google. Yeah, <laughs> 80s cartoons. Um, what about the old up. Batman cartoon? That was pretty cool. Wasn't Fuck it? me, yeah, that was really good. But the thing is, I've only gotten back into that in my late teens. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a late teens cartoon. I remember I only that got, as a kid. I only got more into that as a late teen. Um, Pokemon. That was again late teens Pokemon. Yeah. It was a bit shit. It was a bit shit. Um, it, no, I liked it at the time. Then you put reboot in. Reboot. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Reboot. Right. So I've got four there: Transformers, X Men, Reboot, Ren and Stimpy, and Reboot was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> reboot. I remember going in Morrison's. Me, like they were giving away the stickers, like flashy, fancy stickers on the front of cereal boxes. Yeah. Me and Matt went in nicking them. <laughs> we were just pe- peeling them off all the stick, off all the cereal boxes. Probably being sneaky about it. <laughs> I feel like maybe I should put like turtles in for nostalgia. Yeah, thing, I think maybe we'll I'll, I'll keep turtles in until further notice until a, a, a listener can convince me otherwise. Um, I think that that is the end of Club Quite Geist and the end of Quite Geist episode five. I do believe. Yeah. Um, How long have we been going? Quite a while. So, thank you very much for listening. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, let us know what you think about our top five picks and uh, all the bollocks that we were tiredly talking about <laughs> on the news. Um, comment, rate, subscribe, conform. Kill your parents. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, like, comment, rate, subscribe and all that jazz. Yep. Um, let us know what you think. Leave a comment and like and we'll, we'll be back next week consistently. You have been listening to the Quiet Guys podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have to go back, Kate. We have to go back.